Shemishlazinger, and I approve this message. C.B. Newman, I also approve. I want to say Pshad Nechazal. I want to say Pshad Nechazal that admittedly, very admittedly, I don't... Normally I like coming from the Chazal, and the Chazal taught me something about life. That's, the, that's usually the best way to go. There's another way to go when you have a good Yisoyed. If Hirsch says you're allowed to do this, if you have a good Yisoyed, you can pin it on the Chazal. You can, you can uptight it into Chazal. You're not, if a Chazal, if Hirsch says on Agad, a different Agadita, you have some Agadita, if you have a Yisoyed that's true, you might know it from elsewhere in the Torah, you're a, there's a derech of Darshan and Chazal, of understanding Chazal, of taking a Yisoyed you know, even though you didn't learn it, keep a little like an Asmachta. But you're so yimichir on that chazal. You can't say you learned it from that chazal. It would be too. It wouldn't be true to say you learned it. I want to tell you a true yisoid that maybe chazal meant this. I can't say I learned it from that chazal. It wouldn't be true because <coughs> the chazal say a line ain't ben chayno mishiasik that the free person chayrus is to be isik and tayrus. That's what Chayrus is. And the question is just what Chazal is saying. It seems like just a strange expression that a Ben Chayrin, you could say a lot of things about Isaac Atayra. Happiness is Isaac Atayra, that I fully agree with. You could say Isaac Atayra is goodness, is Schar in this world, Schar in Eilum What you want, what's, the, what's, the, what's this Gedda that's Chayrus? Ein Ben Chayrin el Mishias That's a Chayrus. Being Isaac Atayra, what's the Chayrus? What's the freeing aspect of being Isaac and Torah. That's, that's, that, that's the Shiloh. So I want to tell you, I want to tell you, I want to tell you, first of all, the Pshat I used to say, and then a Pshat this year that I hold this, I, the idea is MS for sure, and part of me says maybe that's what Chazal meant. Again, I didn't get it from Chazal, but maybe, I didn't get it from this Chazal, but maybe that's what Chazal meant. It hit me this year, maybe true, maybe MS. Shvu is this, this idea hit me. The old idea I used to say is when I read up on addictions, and I read up, it's a, you th- we always attend to that Chayrus is being Isaac and Torah. is doing what I want to do. When I read up on addictions, I saw that people do things they don't want to do. That intellectually, I don't want to do it. The, the simplest seer for this, Moshe and I were talking, you ever went on a car trip and you eat potato chips? Or pretzels, and you're like, don't want to eat them, and you know when you step out of that car, you feel like a bottle of oil, and you just feel the most gross you ever felt in your life, I guess since the last car trip. And while you're eating the potato chips, like, I know I shouldn't be doing this, this is disgusting, this is disgusting, and you another one, another one, another one. You could do things you don't want to do. The aside of addiction is that it's not intellectually, I don't want to do it, I know I don't want to do it. I'm sorry? <laughs> Even times you are thinking, they have addictive components to it. You like wrap it up it's and just... open it again. <laughs> you also, how many times do you put it? No more. <laughs> yeah, they jump into your hands, potato chips. But anyway, the Kitzvah Dvarim is, is that this, the, the, the side of addiction is that it's shy to do something you don't want to do. 
And the aside the of Ein Ben Chor and Lishas, what Torah I used to understand is that at our core, our core Ratzon is to serve Hashem. Our core Ratzon is to live and learn Hashem's Torah. So I am doing deeply what I want to do when I learn. That's the Ben Chayrin. I'm a free man. I could do what I want to do. I'm doing what I want to do. That's our deepest want. Our will is to do Hashem's will. Our most deep wants, I'm doing our most deep want. That's, that's the premise. It's a, I, that word could be true, and especially when I read up on addictions, like it really looked true. So, Tilda, you think, what do I mean? If a guy is doing Averis, he's also doing what he wants, also Ben Charim. The answer is he's not. He's not doing what he wants to do. He has some force overcoming, he's giving in to something. Addictions speak, and obviously there's, there's levels in between, but addictions, that extreme brings out that a guy can be doing something he deeply does not want to do. So once you hear that, if you're doing what you most deeply want to do, that's a Ben Chayun. So that's the Pshat, I don't want to be Meirich, that's the Pshat I thought till now. I want to say a different Pshat that this year Shavuos occurred to me. What occurred to me perhaps in this, in this, in this, in this statement of Chazal, of Ein Ben they're very unsuccessful people who focus on all the things they can't control. It comes in many realms in life, many times in life. They focus on all the things that they can't control. If a guy is down, so he can focus the muscle as a muscle that many exist, doesn't have to be down. A guy's feeling down, depressed. He can focus on not being depressed. <coughs> and focus and hammer away and not being depressed. And he's focused on something you can't control that. Hashem made me down. I can't control that right now. That's not what I can focus on. That guy who focuses on not being depressed will typically do things he doesn't want to do. He'll either sleep all day because he wants to not feel that best case scenario. He'll come on to addictive behaviors, distracting behaviors, all things because he's working on something that he really can't control. The other way is a certain acceptance. This is the Ratz Nashem. This is the way I feel. But I'm going to control what I can control. Even though I'm down, I can't push myself. Now, I can't push myself. I can't do as much physically. You're not physical. A guy who's depressed can't play basketball as well as he plays when he's happy. It's just a mitzvah, a physical mitzvah. So in Ruchni Yislahavdol, he can't do as much as when he's down, as when he's happy. But he certainly can still accomplish. If he controls what's in his power, now it's difficult because a certain acceptance of Ratzon Hashem, it's a certain, it takes a certain acceptance. Hashem made this matzah. We don't control the conditions. All we control is Yer Shemayim. The people who try to fight circumstance, who try to fight Hashem, who try to control areas they can't control, can't accomplish anything. You're working in areas that you just can't work. That's Xerus Hashem. Our job is within the matziv to flourish. Now when we flourish within the matziv for the guy Lamashal who's down, when he makes a commitment to focus on what he can, the, the, the word I use is to function, to be very functional. When a guy is a canker sore, you can either just as... A guy could either wallow in self-pity as these pains in his mouth, he's going out of his mind. He could just sit there feeling badly for himself. He can't control that pain. What he can control is the function. By the way, when you function, you typically don't feel the pain so much. When you do what's in your realm, other things end up working out. But the goal is to control what's in your realm. I thought this year, Shavu, was that it's Ein Ben Chernu Mishiyasek Patayra. 
the Yerushalayim. What's that guy who's down as a marshal? In his realm, he could define, what can I do? Can I come to a Shachris? Can I come to a Mincham? I mean, I can't do a Shachris I'm down. It's possible when a guy is depressed, Shachris, he gets possible. He's just an Inus. But Mincham, if I can. So Mincham, if I come to. Can I dive in a good Shemanesi? What happens when people do this, normally when a guy is down, even if nobody gets down here, but say, it's good to know these things, what happens is, a guy has a feeling of down, he's depressed. He then, if he doesn't function, he acts down. Typically, those people's mentalities, like stopping down, even a Rebbe will feed it. Terrible things. Say, come on, smile. You have so much going for you. They don't understand depression. It's a terrible, destructive, a well-meaning Rebbe. Smile will tickle you and he'll say, it's not, when a guy's depressed, that's all good. Well, a guy's not depressed. A guy's depressed, a guy's depressed to tell him, come on, you could be happy. No, no, I can't. I'm very depressed. It's a stupid thing to tell a guy, very destructive, and it really feeds. The Rebbe's actually feeding into the wrong way of thinking because a lot of the diversion behaviors come. A guy who's diverting is trying to fight Hashem. He's trying to, I can't be sad. Stop being sad, so I'll go at all costs, but it doesn't work. He gets Involved in things. No, no. This is. The, the, uh, so the, 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 no, no. You, you don't have it. But the word is. The, the, the word is if you don't have it, it's important to know. It's important. I don't mean a guy's a little bit of a. It's a slow day. It's, 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 it's dark outside. I, I don't mean that. I'm talking about real depression. Now, don't be. I'm just. It's good to know. And firstly, we should know what to tell others. And for ourselves. And for somebody who doesn't have it, there's a lot to learn from it. But what's, I want to explain. I want to explain. I want to explain, <laughs> try to describe the Russian, but I want to, I want to explain, so if a guy, if a guy has it, if he's depressed, and he acts depressed, he gives in, and he does all the things that depressed people do, then he's much more, it's a cycle, a downward spiral, now he's already down, that he, did, that he, that he didn't produce, that he wasn't active, that he wasn't, that he wasn't functional, and of course there's more depression, and he's a downward cycle. If the guy has a certain feeling, Bechira means the possibility to act different than we're feeling. That's Bechira. Bechira, we say, Bechira doesn't mean I have Pepsi and Sprite, and I can say I want to choose Pepsi over Sprite, because an animal can also choose Pepsi over Sprite. Bechira has nothing to do with choice. If you think Bechira is choice, animals also say, hmm, grass... Or, uh, or I'll eat that turtle, I don't know, whatever animals eat. Grass or this? Rabbits. I mean, uh, grass or, 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 or rabbits? The guy's deciding, the animal also decide. Bechir is the possibility to act different than I feel. Bechir means I can feel down and I say, no, I'm still functioning. I'm still going to davening. When a guy does that, first of all, it, 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 decreases, it decreases the down. Not like that. They can't choose different than they fail. They don't have Bechira. Now, when a guy exercises Bechira, which is a mitzvah daraisa, you just got a mitzvah daraisa. When you exercise Bechira, you got the mitzvah daraisa of Bacharta Bachayim. A guy who acts different than he feels. He feels he wants something, he doesn't do it. He feels he wants to say Lashnar, and he doesn't. He feels down and he functions. A guy goes to lunch despite that he feels down, has gotten a mitzvah daraisa of Bacharta Bachayim. He chose life. He's taking care of himself. He gets chloramitzvah. Mitzvah Daraisa. 
Zili yet schar for it. He did a mitzvah daraisa, bacharta bachayim. Despite that he was down, he overcame and he, and he functioned. To me, what happens is the incidents of depression decrease. They first happen less and they last for shorter. The guy who gives in, it lasts maximum and comes much more often. The Yisayid Advarmid, perhaps, of Ein ben Charnu Mishiasik Batayra. Asik Batayra means to what's Tayra is Hashem's mission for us. Ein ben Charnu is to flourish in the realm that you're shayach to deal with, that you're shayach to do something about it. People who are, are completely avodim, in Evid is the pshat that he has no say, he has no power. That's an Evid, no power. A ben is powerful, a free man. The freedom that's being spoken about is the freedom to act in the realm that you can make a difference. The guy who spends time acting in realms that he can't change anything, and he's thinking about it and worried about it, there's certain things we can't change. This is a Messias except that if you think there's just a schmooze for depression, though it is a good schmooze for depression, it has to do with so much of life. There are many conditions... From, from all different aspects of Parnassa, children, health, the three big ones really, Parnassa, children, and health. The three big things, the, the, the three big physical, the, the things that people stress over in their lives. Parnassa issues, health issues, chinachabanim issues, the three big things, the more a person says, I have to control what I can control. What's, what's in my control? What can I yes do? And he focuses on what's in his control and doesn't focus on the things not in his control. Leave that to God. It's so classic. You have these Meshugayim in the world who, who spend their lifetimes worrying about the greenhouse effect, worrying about the ozone layers. They spend, that's the opposite of the Ein Ben Charnel, Mishiasik Patayr. They spend their lifetimes on realms that are not in our power. So they're not free people because in the realm they're focused, they have no say, they have no power. The, the complete avodim, the area of their work, the area they're busy with, the area they have no say, God runs the world. You're not help, you're not doing a kiyuzah. Well, if, if everybody was to throw garbage on the ground the entire day... Chas v'shom, it's against the, the kiyus is something in our realm. That's the Yerushamayim. There's something called 100%. So, I'm talking about the big worry about the world. Uh, environmentalists are worried their life. Yeah, yeah, there are areas, but I agree, Ben. That's in Yerushalayim has rules. Rev Hirsch, when he divides up the mitzvahs, that mitzvahs about protecting the world. Baltashchis, you now let it cut down a fruit bearing tree. It's an Isidoraisa. So that's quite environmentalist like. You have to follow the Torah. That's if it's in the Torah, it's a realm that's in our power. You're not allowed to cut down a fruit bearing tree. I had a mice in Eretz Yisrael. I, I wanted to build a sukkah in my backyard. And I had, a, I had this fruit bearing tree of, of really of, of rotten fruit. It was, it, the tree was dead. I don't know, it wasn't producing edible fruit. And, and it was in my backyard. And I went to a road. I cut down so my sukkah he told me no 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 don't cut it down it's very chomer and halacha very it says bun of mason it says terrible things you don't cut down fruit bearing trees people don't mess you're not very careful some people uproot them replant it you do not cut down a fruit bearing tree you know people are very machmer on that yeah, I have a fruit tree in my backyard an apple tree and during the storm once one of the branches like a bit crunchy broke off but when it hit the ground it just started growing in the ground another tree? Now, no, yes now that tree that broke off started 
backyard. People don't. People don't cut. Your father probably asked. Nobody cuts it. That people. Yin don't cut it because the pasuk in the Torah it's a lavdaraisa and it's very chomer to cut that. I wanted to build the sukkah and I had to change the location, make it a little smaller because of this fruit bearing tree. Yeah, could be. Yeah, yeah. You should know. I felt. I, I don't remember now. At the time I went through it, I felt I had some heter. So mayor says the ar heterim. I felt I had a heter, but Rav was like, "Don't, don't cut it down. Don't cut it." Like, you're, you're not very afraid. Like it's not. Yeah, there are heterim. You don't play games. You're not very careful. You'll see. You'll go to any rub. You learn attitudes fast and sack. You'll see. So Ben, there are definitely areas that's quite, you know, caring about the environment. There are things like that, that's as far that, that, that it's in our realm if it's in the Torah if it's not in the Torah, I'm not to worry about the ozone layers it's not in the Torah, I have no such mitzvah I, I, I don't tell anybody, I use the spray for the odorant they say one million five hundred thousand years to destroy the ozone layer because of my deodorant <laughs> Ben, Ben, an average weight paper hot cup with a cardboard sleeve requires 40% more energy to produce than a comparable foam cup. An average weight paper paper hot cup with a cardboard sleeve requires 47% more energy produced than a comparable foam cup. So you should be proud of Gersh. He went with the foam cup. This this year Shmuel, I wanted to be I wanted to be mechadish this pshapen that the ben chayrin is Isaac and Torah the guy who focuses on the realm that's in his koyach to operate that's a ben chayrin that's Isaac at Torah Isaac at Torah is the people who choose to work on the things they can work on that's what I wanted to tell you. I wanted to read a story. Bemis, this book is Kedai. It really advised reading. The Ramnasas V. Finkel book. It's, it's written by his mother and a Talmud. And it's really advisable reading. If a guy's time being has money, it's an advisable reading. Because we're making so many siyumim, he has a thing here on celebrating. Torah. He has a lot of things. He was, Reb Nassim Finkel made a lot of siyumim. The Gemara says that Abayi used to make the siyumim with Talmidim. Abayi was, and Rashi says Abayi Rosh Hashiva. He was Rosh Hashiva. And, right? So they have, they have a lot of sources in here about Reb Nassim I want to read one of the things to the Ilum about this. At the end of each Zman, the Yeshiva would hold a festive siyum upon finishing himself to that Zman. The Yeshiva would often announce a new mitzvah a new mitzvah, not a mitzvah. A mitzvah is like a deal. He was always making deals. Uh, he'll pay this and that for guys finishing. I had to see him. Encouraging the Bachman of like to use their ben as man and will. In his last years, when money became tight, members of Hollow would beg him not to announce a new financial incentive, which would be a further strain on the yeshiva's budget. The yeshiva would give them a verbal agreement. Sometimes, however, during the siyum, he would become overcome with love for Torah and the thought of accruing more hours of learning, and he would announce a new incentive while smiling apologetically towards the other Anhala members to acknowledge that he just couldn't resist despite his prior agreement. <laughs> he, was, he, he went to America to raise money for the Mir was in a crazy financial matzah, like crazy. But when they're in a financial bind, they owe millions of dollars. And he goes to America, he flew in, he's sick like anything, and he flew to America to raise the money. 
He goes to Baltimore having a parlor meeting, and then they ask him, could he speak in Nere Yisrael? So, okay, so he goes to Nere Yisrael, and he's talking, he was talking about learning 12 hours a day. And he's giving a shmuz, his Abbas Atayr was otherworldly. So he spoke about learning 12 hours a day. So, so in the middle of the thing, like he spoke about learning 12 hours a day. He says, you know what? And he made some, he always is making a deal. If anybody here learns 12 hours a day, I'll give you X number of money. You sign up, and again, he, he paid up. And a lot, I'm talking about a lot of money to sign up. So afterwards, one of the people like, who was collected says, Rebbe, we came here to collect. We're losing money on the trip. Like the money we collect now is going to Ner Yisrael. He didn't care. One of the things about Nassim's was never about his own yeshiva only. If another yeshiva needed money, he gave money. He raised money in Lakewood. They had deals. He raised the money. It was about Torah. It wasn't about his yeshiva. It was another yeshiva. It's Torah. The mirrors were always that. It's about Torah. Not about their own yeshiva. So he says in there's such a thing. So he says in there Yisrael, he makes this deal. So, the, so after the one brother of Kalbach, his brother in law said, said Read me, you know, we came here, we're losing money. He said, I'm sorry, it was too good of a deal. I couldn't pass on it. So it's too good of a deal. I couldn't pass on it. I was too tempted. I saw such special Bachram and they had a rutz and, and he made the deal. He paid up. Whoever. <laughs> I always have that to see Finkel. Anyway, the Shiva also loved to celebrate Siyum of his Talmidim. And he invited them to make their Siyum in his home. I went to Siyum in his house. The Siyum were in his house. He was especially enthusiastic about hosting Siyum for Talmidim, who had studied the daily daf according to Rebbeinish, his father-in-law's system. The menu at his Siyum would either be rugluch and cake or a full meat meal, depending on the magnitude of the accomplishment, all funded by the Shiva and prepared by the Rebbetzin. When he, what? He felt when it comes to Torah, there's no, he would just spend, spend. The Banish was the same way. People have all these cheshbainas. I hear, you know, lishma, it's not proper. Rebbeinish, you said a chiddush Torah to him, he'd give you money. A younger man would say a shtickle Torah And he was that way also. For Bechinas, the Mir used to give money for everything. For Bechinas, for this, for that, for everything. When a younger man would make a seem, you would think it's too much chashivas of money. They were shown money's garbage. Just finish Torah. You want money? Take, take all my money. Just learn Torah. Yeah. When a younger man, when a younger man would make a siyum on the entire shas, Rabnasan's fee would make every effort to attend the siyum, whatever wherever it was. On such occasions, he would make a point of asking the younger man to call over his wife, and he'd wish her a separate mouth before he left. Once, one of the yeshiva's donors wanted to do something for the yeshiva personally, and he commissioned an artist to produce a large illuminated alamichya to hang on the wall of the yeshiva's home. Upon seeing this big Al-Michi sign, some tell me them joked or assumed that it was theirs so they would recite Al-Michi after each of the myriad Siyum hosted by the Yeshiva. Celebrating Torah wasn't limited to Siyumim. About 12 years before Nassim Sfi's Petira, Talmud began to provide a service that enabled Mir Talmud to get a tape of the Shirim given by their band without having to record it themselves. This undertaking required Talmud to purchase specialized equipment and set up a complex system for recording and distributing the various Shirim. When the system was up and running, this Talmud met the Yeshiva in the street and told me it succeeded in his efforts. To make it easier for Talmud to review the Rebbe Shiyurim. Upon hearing this, she began to dance with him in the street. He celebrated Torah. This the Siyum and this Nikud is from the Gemara that Abai used to make Siyum of the Talmidim. Rabbi Nassim Sfi had a tremendous Hakbada. He wanted the Siyum in his house. He funded the Siyum. He made the Siyum and his rabbits had cooked the Siyum. That's, that's one of the things I wanted to show you. It's one of the Siyum in his house. Talmidim, you saying? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. He's 
definitely had tremendous nachas. Mistami had more from his own, but he definitely had tremendous nachas. Mother Talmidim. I wanted to do other ones about um okay. The other ones I should have separate all the ones I'm assuming. A big impact on his life. Some people there's a famous story in the mirror, everybody knows the story. His grandfather was a blazer Yudel blazer Yudel Finkel. That Nassim Svi's Finkel's grandfather, not grandfather, I said not grandfather, his wife's, that's how they get this right, no, not his grandfather, his uncle, his uncle, his great uncle. He married his cousin. Let's, ex- let's get it clear. Relazio Finkel was his what? Was his great uncle? So his grandfather, his uncle. Reb was his great uncle. Reb Finkel, he was an American kid, was Makar of him a lot. Was, took him in, he used to sleep there. And one of the first nights he was by Lazy Finkel, it was the middle of the night, and he, vice versa, he was sleeping near, somehow he was sleeping near the sperm shanks of Lazy Finkel. And Lazy thought he was sleeping. Is this, am I saying the story accurate? And Lazy Finkel was kissing all his sperm. I guess he, first thing in the morning, I don't know if he did it every day, he was, uh, he was kissing all his sperm, like at a display of Abbas Atayra, but Masafi Finkel felt that that affected him his whole life. Seeing his great uncle early in the morning, he was up early, and he was going around with his hands on his svarim shank and kissing all the svarim, just in a display of how much I love your Torah. All day it's my talk, and a tremendous avasat Torah. Reb Nassim Finkel's policy was any single bacher who asked them for a say, they got a say with him. Any bacher. That was the official rule that they anybody he would put up. You, you could be had to go with two people, three people, four. He might have gotten once a week, a couple of times a week, every day. Any single bacher asked them for a say. Young man, they say a mice in the story. Young man was telling a seven-year-old son that anybody who asked a shiv for a say, the guest was, he said, I want to say there. So, you know, I'm like, try to like push away the kids, I want to say there. So he said, okay, ask him lessons for me. He asked him lessons for me. He said, I'm learn with this kid, the seven year old. It was the last weeks before his patira. So he only learned them a couple of times. The seven year old asked the Rashiva the mirror for a say there. He gave him a say there. Learned, he learned, he learned, he learned Chumash with him. <laughs> seven years old, he asked for a say there. That was his Anhaga. Tremendous Hashiva Satayra. Anything for Tayra. In Amir, you used to, they always had deals, always had money, financial incentives, taking this bechena, that bechena, this pace, that pace. Yeah. Let's get, to, let's get, back, to, let's get back to the fourth parak of Gittin. If guys could take a five minute, what time is it now, guy? 11.10, we're going to have Shia on Gittin. 11, 10, yeah. I want to say Shear. I love. Regular Hazar. 11, 10, 12, 45. 11, 10, I want to I say Shear to the guys I get. 10 minutes. I have other things I want to say.